have to understand what surrendering means, okay? The act of surrendering is saying, I've recognized my sin, and I don't want to be an enemy of God. That's surrendering. I've recognized my sin, and I don't want to be an enemy of God. To surrender is to observe, submit, and follow the leadership and lordship of Jesus over your life. And I want to make it very clear, okay? I'm not saying the leadership and lordship of Jesus, which comes from scripture and personal relationship with him in prayer and, and moving forward in healthy uh, Christian communities. Cults are formed when people say this and say, hey, you have to submit to the pastor. You have to submit to the leader and, and only listen to what they say. And that's not true. Scripture defines Christianity, not a culture or a leader or a preacher or a teacher. Scripture Okay, so moving forward, when I say this, to surrender is to observe, submit, and follow the leadership and lordship of Jesus over your life. So that's why it's important for you to have a relationship with Jesus, to read your Bible. If you only open it on Sundays, you're, that's bad. <laughs> read your Bible during the week. Learn, understand scripture. Rick Warren said this, if not to God, you will surrender to the opinions or expectations of others, to money, to resentment, to fear, or to your own pride, lusts, or ego. You were designed to worship God, and if you fail to worship him, you will create other things, idols, to give your life to. You are free to choose what you surrender to, but you are not free from the consequence of that choice. Dang. You, that one, that was good. I read that and I was like, oh, that's why he sold those books. That's good. You are free to choose what you surrender to, but you are not free from the consequence of that choice. Uh, we're done. Let's, it's, no, I'm just kidding. All right. So it, uh, Elizabeth Elliot says, and Elizabeth Elliot, her husband was a missionary that was killed while he was doing mission work. But she says this in, in books and uh, stories or stuff she wrote. In, if my life is surrendered to God, all is well. Let me not grab it back as though it were in peril in his hand, but would be safer in mine. Hmm. Come on, like, like there's a reality of when we surrender to God, we surrender our fears, our, 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 the scary things that we think will never happen in our life. We say, Lord, this, this belongs to you. Because when we start to dream or, or even like dream big about, like, I believe God can do this, we can surrender those things and say, Lord, I don't know how this can happen. So this is yours. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> if you gave it to me, it'll happen. Sin has led our lives until we surrender. Every decision we've made, every thought we've had, every relationship we had was led in sin. You know that? Like, until you surrender to God, that's what leads you. And you could be like, no, no, I listen to Gary Vee. I, I, I read Oprah's books. You know, like, I, I do all the good, healthy stuff. You know, I got the Calm app. You know, I, I meditate, you know, do all the good stuff. Who's laughing now? He's laughing better. He has a calm app. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, you know, there's things you do. You're trying to be healthy. You're trying to get things in order in your life. And then you recognize that, man, like, you know, it's actually sin has led us into every direction until we surrender to God. 
We have pursued revenge in our anger. I've been angry and I've tried to bring revenge. I've tried to, you know, like, I'm going to say this about them because it's true. And they're going to be like, oh my gosh, why'd they say that? And be like, yeah, fight it. It's true. What are you going to do? You know, like, uh, you know, I've tried this thing in my anger, uh, lust in our flesh. We've pursued lust in our flesh. Control in our pride. Speaking to the men and some ladies. Control in our pride. We're prideful. Ah, oh, they can't do it. Let me do it. Ah, oh, they take too long. Let me do it. Ah, oh, they're not good at it. Let me do it. You know, that control thing, that's from pride. We have been led by our sin, and our lives might be laid out to execute the thing our sinful nature desires the most. Like I've talked about it before, some of us, we center our whole life around something. Some of it, it might be gambling. You set up your whole life. I got to save up this much so we can gamble this much and we could do this and this. I'm not saying, let me say this. What happens is when you center your life around something other than Christ, sin leads. Okay? Surrendering, and this is where all of us, and this is where the Holy Spirit really spoke to me, is not a one-time thing. That's where we think, we think like we came in, man, Lord, my life is yours. And we said that 10 years ago. And, and 10 years later, we're just like, like, oh, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. You know, I'm, I'm going to do that. And people are saying, hey, man, like, what has God asked of you? And he's like, oh, man, he asked me like 10 years ago to, uh, to do this thing. And I did it and we're good. And it's an every, it's an everyday thing. It's a wake up in the morning, Lord, my life surrendered to you. We, we're going to go to, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to serve my family. I'm going to serve wherever I can. I'm going to do all those things. But there's areas where my life just has to be surrendered. It's not just a one time thing. We can find ourselves having been in church for years and not be surrendered to God. Paul writes to Timothy and he says in 1 Timothy 6.10, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evils. Let me, uh, let me make that very clear though, because most people think like, oh, money is the root of all evil. That's, that's a misquote. Scripture teaches us the love of money. So having money is not evil. Okay? Just making that clear. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. A pang is a sudden sharp pain or painful emotion. So what Paul was teaching us here is we can replace who we love, who we worship with something else. And it could literally take us away from our faith. It can take us away. We start going a different direction. Some have wandered away, meaning they were not following Jesus anymore. With their love of money, they positioned a new leader in their life. That's scary. That's scary. We can put something in place of what we thought God was. And I'm talking, I'm, like I said, new believer, first time to church, 20 years in church. We all can make this mistake. We can start positioning things as an idol and start worshiping that thing more than we worship God. Our desires can lead us away from a relationship with Jesus. Surrendering is a consistent daily practice. Surrendering is a consistent daily practice. Okay? 
Like I said, waking up in the morning, Lord, my life surrendered to you. You know, I don't want to worship anything else. I don't want to put anything else in your place. I want you to be number one. I want you to be the centerpiece of my life. Our sinful nature always tries to take the lead. Always. Always, 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 always. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm speaking to you from, uh, at one point, and I, I, I've shared this before, at one point, literally coming to a place saying, I'm done. I don't want to do ministry. I don't want to be part of a church. I just want to go into a church, be anonymous, sit there, worship, and leave. Because I was so hurt by leaders, by pastors, by other Christians. I was so hurt, and I just didn't want it anymore. I was like, I'm done. I just keep all that other, that, the politics, the, the, the structuring, the organizational principles, the practices. That's all a lie anyway. Keep all that stuff. I just want Jesus. So, and I, I really thought I was the holy one in it. And I was saying, like, you know, I just want Jesus. You know, they're, they're all fixed. I just want Jesus. But the reality of what happened was I put something else in place of Jesus. I put those people in place because they started making decisions for me because my hurt was from them, not from Jesus. And I started making all my decisions based around getting away from them and saying, I don't want anything to do with it. And, and you, you may have had some stuff happen, and I know there's, there's horror stories. But, but I think for us, what happened was that we thought, we thought they actually loved us. We thought that there was real trust. We thought that they were genuine and sincere in what they said. And they may have been at one point. But the reality was, slowly, I started taking my eyes off of Jesus. And I started listening to what these people were saying. And then when it came down to it, 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 it wasn't about Jesus anymore. It was about my relationship with them. And that's why I was so frustrated. And I was so, in my sinful nature, it started taking the lead. It started saying, I'm making this decision based off of that hurt. And that's sinful in our nature because we're not looking to Jesus anymore. And that's what happens with us as Christians, man. Things will happen. I love what one pastor said to me in the midst of all that. I went and visited my sister's church, and the pastor came to me. Wasn't fully aware of, of the situation, but was somewhat aware. But he came to me, and he said, hey, man. And he didn't know I was ready to quit. He didn't know I was ready to just be like, I'm done. He was like, uh, he just came to me and said, hey, man, I just want to encourage you. I just want you to know, I just keep going. And, and I, I thank God that, you know, someone like you is, is just going to keep serving him, even in the midst of seeing all the humanity. And I was like, that is really good. Because <laughs> what he did was he pointed it out and said, we're human. We all make mistakes. And that's why, I, like I said, if some of you weren't here, I'll always say this. I promise you I'll disappoint you. As a pastor, I'll disappoint you. I'll, you'll, I'll make a mistake. You'll be offended by me. You'll be like, hey, he didn't answer my call. Hey, he didn't take me out to eat. You know, I, I don't, something will happen. You'll be offended. You'll be discouraged. You'll be hurt. And I'm telling you, though, that's humanity. That's humanity. It will happen. I promise you that. But we're not here for just this relationship. We're here because of Jesus. And when we look at Scripture, the surrendering that has to take place daily is to Jesus. To say, Lord, I'm hurt by all this stuff, but what do you want me to do? You know, how do I serve you? How do I stay in what your will is? And like I said, I was literally at a place where I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I remember the, the idea of being an ordained pastor was just like, I don't care. I don't, I don't want it. I don't, it's, no, I'm done. Where can I go and just sit in church? 
I just want to worship and, you know, shake people's hands, have some coffee, maybe some donuts, and good to go, you know? <laughs> that's, that's it. I was like, I'm good. But I remember getting to that place where the Holy Spirit started speaking to me and saying, that's not what I called you to. That's not what I, what I, you are called to do these things. Like, no, it, you know, that other person over there. No, you. <laughs> I remember I was talking to one pastor, and I was just sharing with them, you know, the frustrations, and I was like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm done. And they were like, but you're not. And I was like, no, but I, like, I, I'm pretty. And they're like, but you're not. You know, like, you know you're not. And I was like, no, like, I'm, I know I am. Like, and they're like, no, but, but you know there's more. And I was like, no, like, I'm, it's pretty much it. Like, we're good to go. And, and just speaking to somebody who just spoke life and remembering that because Jesus called you to do that. And in that, surrendering is a consistent daily practice. And our sinful nature will always try to take the lead. And then we replace who Jesus is with a situation or a hurt or a distraction, a relationship or a desire or a lust or, or a hope, you know, that, that's away from Christ. This is why surrendering to God is important. It's important. It should be part of our daily life. It should be part of our culture as a church where we say, hey, man, we, you may build up a ministry. You may be successful in something you do. And that's awesome. I want you to do that. Be successful. Be the best. But at some point, you have to remember, this is surrendered to God. Because God gave me this gift, gave me this talent, but to glorify him. And it's surrendered to him. And so in this, we practice this surrendering in, in, you know, in a daily and in, in a 10-year span. It's a surrendering when we have a desire to